What's up and welcome everybody. It's Tuesday, July 27th. My name is Jordan Sather. I appreciate you for clicking on this video, hanging out with me here and watching it. And this is just going to be a general news update for the day. Sorry that I didn't go live last night. Apologies, I just felt like but, but I will be going live tomorrow on Wednesday. And then I also want to let you guys know that maybe even daily now, not sure about daily, at least a couple of times a week, I'm going to be going live on Telegram. Yes, live on Telegram. Not video, just audio. But today I tried out that voice chat function on my Telegram channel, and I thought it was really neat how you can just sit there, talk. People can basically like raise their hand, and you can unmute them. You can talk to them, and uh, it's a good time. So... So go follow me on Telegram if you do not. I will announce the next time that I do one of them, and you can hop on in and listen and ask questions if you want to and have a chat with me. So anyway, guys, as for the subject content that we're going to focus on today, I'm going to talk about really four main things. Number one is big tech. News breaking yesterday. A lot of news, actually, like coincidentally all the same friggin' day. Multiple things going on with big tech on how they're basically going to try to continue to freaking censor us and make our life miserable. So we'll touch on that. Number two, we're going to get into vaccines and the lockdown nonsense and all kinds of stuff breaking today about that. Number three, we're going to touch on the audits, audit news. Uh, today as well, we have this garbage January 6th commission happening in Congress. So we'll touch on that a little bit as well. So that's going to be our political block. And then we're going to finish up talking about uh, UFOs. Just a couple of things there. But CNN did a new report. There's news about Harvard doing some things, trying to find ETs with AI, artificial intelligence. So it's just kind of weird. So we'll finish up with that for all of you that like that content. So that's our rundown. Now, let's get to it. All right, guys. All right. All right. Time to get to business. But before that, though, I just want to give a shout out to my own brand. This is my supplement brand, Conscious Strength. And this brand uh, basically helps me help you and helps you help me. So you can support the work I do by making a purchase with this, through this, and you also get access to some cool products, whatever you might need. Anti-inflammatory curcumin, I've got green tea with lion's mane. Lion's mane is a mushroom that helps your brain. I've got a coffee that has all kinds of mushroom extracts in there for immune for your immune system and all kinds of other things. Uh, shungite. I've got greens powders, all kinds of good stuff. So go check it out, ConsciousStrength.net. And uh, every purchase you make, I send coupon codes and free sample products and stickers. You'll get a Q sticker and a and a Destroying the Illusion sticker and all kinds of cool stuff. So anyway, go find that. The link will be in the first line of the description down below this video. So now let's get into the uh, the business, the meat. Start talking about these stories. First of all, let's touch on big tech, getting into that. And our first article about that is PayPal working with the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League. This was announced yesterday. And they're working together to research funding into extremist groups. Yes, I shit you not. The ADL, Anti-Defamation League. That name might be one of the most ironic names that is out there because the ADL, 
is basically the DL. They defame all kinds of people. Calling them extremists and hateful, that's defamation right there, isn't it? Especially when the hate speech is something purely subjective. Hate speech is just because they hate it. It's not really hate speech. And on the note of PayPal as well, ooh, PayPal. I can't stand PayPal. Can't stand them. In fact, PayPal already censored me for the for the, uh, for those of you guys that were following me uh, about a year and a half ago. You might remember this. PayPal deleted my account I had with them on the exact same day that Mailchimp did. Mailchimp is an email sending service. So both of them deleted my account. I think it was the very last day of March, and they both deleted my account. You know, coincidentally enough, same day targeting right. And it was for, I can only assume, what I was saying in terms of the uh, the pandemic, the scandemic. I was talking about it being bioengineered in a Wuhan lab. I was also talking about potential treatments like chlorine dioxide. Uh, we'll actually touch on chlorine dioxide a little bit later in this video. Got a, a new story on that. But yeah, PayPal. They've already been censoring people. They've already been trying to limit, of course, they term it extremists. But we all know truth tellers activists trying to make a real difference in this world. They've already been trying to make life miserable for those kind of people. So they are, looks like, going to continue what they've already been doing. PayPal ain't my pal. I don't know about you. So next story, still on big tech. Now we're moving on to Facebook and other tech giants. Like, let's see here, Microsoft. We've got, I think, Twitter and a few of the other ones as well. Amazon too. Like, there's a whole list of them. And basically what they're doing is working with this United Nations um, group or task force or whatever you want to call it. It's called the Global Internet Forum to Counter Terrorism. And uh, it's a counterterrorism organization being formed where basically all these tech companies are going to significantly expand the types of extremist content shared between firms in this key database. So just like how I was talking about how multiple tech companies banned me the same day. Uh, well, it looks like they're going to, I guess, find where certain people or influencers are on multiple, like across multiple platforms. So then if they get knocked down on one, then the other platforms can say, hey, who are the people that we're trying to censor? today and they can say oh we censor these people for saying these things and the other ones will go okay we can censor them too and then of course that data is not just going to stay within the tech companies you got to wonder what sort of government organizations or intelligence agencies are going to have access to that information in fact it might even go the other way around right instead of tech going to the intelligence agencies to say hey we got this data it might be the intelligence agencies telling tech who to censor because who really owns the tech companies right not the CEOs, they got handlers. Who are the who are the real owners of these companies and who are really giving them the marching orders, right? So both of these announced yesterday, again, coincidentally, who would have thunk <laughs> as if they're trying to target us truth tellers on the internet and censor our voices. But we also had, lo and behold, get this, China. China saying that they are going to launch a fresh crackdown on the internet industry <laughs> because of whatever the heck their excuse is. Obviously, it's usually just information getting shared around too much that the special interests don't like. So it's just so synchronistic, coincidental, 
but we know there's no coincidences these days that China begins more of a crackdown when places like Facebook and Microsoft and PayPal begin more of a crackdown. It's like the CCP is already here. They've already been here, and they've been working for a little while. <laughs> Call it the, the Democratic National uh, Committee on Communism. This is absolutely absurd. So be careful, folks. Make sure you have backups to your backups. Make sure if you're using any of these big tech platforms as we term them, you find some sort of alternative on a platform that's not going to censor you, especially the financial ones, because that's the most pain in the ass, you know? I've been censored from PayPal, Venmo, Venmo, uh, PayPal owns Venmo, so Venmo canned me too. I got censored off Cash App. Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, is also the CEO of Square. Square owns Cash App, so that's probably why Cash App banned me. Patreon too, and uh, it can, if you're not prepared, it can really hit you, you know, if you're using those platforms and they end up censoring you. So just prepare yourself, guys. Prepare yourself. We are getting down to the wire here. And I will show you many examples of that later on in this here video. So that was tech. Now we're moving on to the vaccines, lockdown, scamdemic topic. First up, CDC withdrawing emergency use authorization for their RT-PCR test. And the reason why the CDC is suggesting people not use this RT-PCR test anymore is because they're saying it has a tough time. It cannot distinguish between COVID-19 cases and normal flu cases. You're kidding me. How many of us have been shouting from the rooftops for how long about these PCR tests and how many false positives they're giving us and how many people just had the freaking flu, but now they think they've got, oh, this, this bad COVID that's going to, it's killing everybody and causing all these deaths and cases and things like that because of a false positive PCR test. Oh, now the CDC says something about a year and a half too late, you assholes. And of course they're rescinding this PCR diagnostic panel real-time test right as, well, we've got this Delta variant going around and we've got all these vaccines being rolled out. So I can only assume that as we start to see the cases drop, when, of course, we really didn't have that many cases in the first place, they were just false positives from PCR tests, but now that we're not using the PCR tests anymore, the cases are going to drop and then they're going to say, oh, look at all these cases dropping. It must be the vaccines. And they'll use vaccines as the excuse as to why the cases are dropping. Not just because they frickin' took back the PCR test. You can see it. You can see it happen right before your eyes. The frickin' clockwork in their agenda. They do this to set up this narrative. They do this to set up this narrative in the future. They'll do multiple things to all lay the foundation for this narrative that they're gonna to try to roll out. You can see it happen right here. Next article. So we've got mandatory vaccines being brought out in multiple states in this country now. It's this, here's the line in the sand. They're starting to, they're starting to cross it. So we've got California and New York. Healthcare workers in California are going to be mandated to get the shot and also public workers in New York. So that includes like New York PD, the firefighters, 
sanitation workers, they're all going to be mandated to get the shots as well. Granted, in New York and California, uh, the mandate comes with the option of wearing a mask and receiving testing once a week if any workers don't want the vaccine. So basically, they're saying, oh yeah, you have the option not to get it, but if you don't get it, obviously the employers are going to make it a pain in the freaking ass for you not to get the shot. So they are pressuring you in any way, shape, or form they can, if not outright bribing you. And like, obviously, you know, some states doing their lotteries and free booze, free weed, free money, savings bonds, if you get your shot. <laughs> what a clown world, right? And that's not all, not just California, New York, but yesterday, same day, coincidence, the Department of Veteran Affairs announced that all of their employees are going to have to get the shot and they don't even have an option. The VA did not give them an option, and they have to get their shots by September, so like six weeks, or they will, I guess, be out of a job. So this is the first actual federal government organization to do that. We got the states trying, and of course, California and New York shitty, New York shithole, those places, not really a surprise that they would be the first to institute this. So any of y'all in those states, you better fight. But the VA, now it's getting federal, right? So that's going to be a big problem, especially for any um, government workers, because you can only imagine more agencies are going to begin enacting these rules. And uh, speaking of agencies, the DOJ declared that all of these vaccine mandates are legal. Our Department of Justice saying that all these mandates are legal. Meanwhile... They're not even FDA-approved treatments or medicines. or I wouldn't call them treatments or medicines, actually. Uh, but whatever you want to call them, they're not FDA-approved, technically. They're still emergency use authorization. So is it really legal? Is it really legal for the DOJ? Uh, or, I mean, are these mandates really legal? The DOJ just declared this in an opinion, Okay. It was an opinion they put out today. And of course, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. And usually they're pretty shitty and gross and smell bad. So the DOJ, obviously we're not going to listen to them here. Their opinion could be wrong. So I would invite anybody who has the resources and the ability and know-how to sue the absolute shit out of the DOJ and say, hey, these aren't FDA approved. And even in the emergency use authorization. It says that you, um, on the FDA's website itself, it says that you have the right to refuse it. So it doesn't sound legal. It does not sound legal to me, but the DOJ's trying. Obviously we know why it's one big, uh, it's one big club and we ain't in it. As George Carlin said, the great George Carlin, rest in peace. If there's one person I would like to listen to about their opinion of what's going on now, it would be it would be George Carlin. Jeez. So onward from this, I've got three more articles about the vaccine lockdown bullshit. We'll get into audits on January 6th. So today it was announced by CNN that the CDC is going to be recommending that school kids wear a mask again, regardless of if they're vaccinated or not. Yes. Yes, they are trying this shit yet again. And that's according to, of course, an unnamed administration health official is how CNN got this scoop. But 
it doesn't sound like it's wrong. I mean, you can only imagine the CDC is probably going to try this shit again. They're, we're gonna get we're gonna get a new guidance recommendation like later this week or next week, right? Uh, just speculation here, but it doesn't you know it's not surprising that the CDC is gonna give us a new guidance that says, oh, Delta variant or some lame ass excuse, gotta wear your mask again. Doesn't matter if you're vaccinated. And then the the sheep, the lemmings out there, just going to you know, enforce those rules. Granted, is it really going to work again? Like, how pissed off are people going to be? They're going to be pretty pissed. And I can tell you, if I go out to the grocery store or gas station or wherever, and they make me try to wear a mask, I'm going to get into it with every single person. Every single one that tries to make me put a mask on, I'm just going to say, are you shitting me, you brain-dead zombie? And then we'll just see how the conversation goes. And if I ever even shop at that establishment again, but it's going to happen. And I can only imagine there's probably a few places I'm going to get kicked out of, but big deal. Principle over convenience, folks. That's how we change the world. (laughs) Put your principles over what's easy and what feels good. And then we'll start to make a difference. Next article, Saki blaming it on unvaccinated people. Good old Saki. The gift that keeps on giving. Like, she kind of has that Mark Zuckerberg robot stare, doesn't she? Maybe they're related. They kind of look related, don't they? But anyway, Saki is blaming U.S. going in the wrong direction with the scam pandemic because of the large population of unvaccinated people. Okay, let's segregate society. Let's place all the unvaccinated people on their own little island and all the vaccine people in their own little communities, and we'll see who's healthier. We'll see, we'll see the comparison between them in the long run, yeah? Ugh, gaslighting. I can't stand it. Cannot stand it. And the last thing we have here is news on chlorine dioxide. Yes, if you guys have been following me for a while now, you should be very familiar with this stuff. And you're also very familiar with how the fake news and big pharma and compromised government authority figures crack down on this stuff. Multiple people have been put in jail for it. Mark Grennan, go support him. Read about him and his story. Mark Grennan is still in jail, arrested um, a long time ago because of his promotion of chlorine dioxide and chlorine dioxide's ability, which yes, chlorine dioxide can kill coronaviruses. Coronavirus. It's being used around the world to sanitize uh, businesses and industrial applications and whatnot already for COVID-19, it can kill it, okay? That's not crazy conspiracy conjecture, nor illegal for me to say. Um, but I don't sell it, okay? I promote it, and I promote other people that sell it, but I myself, I don't sell it because I don't want to get the heat like Mark Grennan and now Carrie Rivera are getting. So uh, Carrie Rivera here was apparently in Germany, and according to messages posted to her Telegram group, uh, she was raided. Her home was raided by German police on July 13th, and uh, she is accused of causing bodily harm to a child whose parent she advised on Telegram. Of course, we're hearing this from bullshit, fake news, god-awful, pathetic, dipshit vice, so they're going to spin this story in their own little way. But uh, yeah, this is why I'm very careful with what I discuss about it on the internet. And I am hard-pressed, really logically, to call anything a cure. Because, of course, 
you just do the same stuff, go back into the same bad habits, you know, your diseases, your problems are going to come right back. But when it comes to chlorine dioxide, it's a very effective path pathogen killer, very effective. And uh, if you use it at very low doses, it is safe. It is not toxic at every dose. Dosage is, uh, toxicity is purely dependent on the dosage for any compound. For water, you can die by drinking too much water. Huh, who would have thunk, right? So, no, chlorine dioxide is not a toxic, dangerous bleach solution. That is a complete misrepresentation of it. You can go to Amazon right now and buy chlorine dioxide tablets to make water potable when you're out hiking. Uh, Vice, hey Vice, are you going to write articles about Amazon selling toxic death bleach? I'm waiting, you assholes. When are they going to get raided by the FDA? Go raid Amazon, guys. They're selling toxic death bleach waiting. So, uh, I just, I had to report on this. Go support Kerry Rivera and Mark Grennan and everybody else taking the heat for talking about chlorine dioxide because it is, I mean, it's being used around the world right now in Bolivia and in Peru by their own governments to treat COVID. So, these idiots can't tell me that it's not effective and it's not a potential treatment, right? It's criminal. It's literally criminal that chlorine dioxide is not being used here in America and hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and all these other things on a mass scale. So that's my soapbox about that subject. Now let's get into some news on the audits. So the first thing I want to discuss in terms of the audits is, um, let's see here. We'll get into these Gateway Pundit articles in a sec, but I want to note that Twitter is clamping down on a variety of pages that were devoted to tracking the Arizona audit. They re removed the at Arizona audit page, at audit war room page, plus multiple accounts having to do with the state audits too. So they're clamping down. They're clamping the heck down, which leads me to believe that we are very close, very close to getting some finalized results of the Arizona audit or something, something happening in terms of it, because that's, that is crazy. We even have some of the, uh, state politicians there in Arizona, I believe recommending their gab accounts and their telegram accounts because they're scared that they're going to get censored off of Twitter. So our own elected officials are nervous of getting sent. Yes. That's as a crazy line that they're crossing right now. So anyway, uh, into these Gateway Pundit articles. Now, Arizona Senate issuing two new subpoenas to Maricopa County officials for routers, passwords, Splunk logs, and more. Obviously, we know why the Maricopa County officials are not giving up the routers because they are hiding their fraud. So there's actually an emergency meeting being conducted tonight with these Maricopa County officials. Uh, and we can only assume to try to see what they can do to fight this, but it's coming down to the wire there, folks. Coming down to the wire. Uh, the Arizona audit apparently has finished the paper recounting. They finished the paper recount. They finished, you know, the the big main course of the audit they were doing in that big uh, event center. Now they just, I mean, the last part they need are the routers, the legit routers. They can't get those routers. Those, those officials are fighting. Even the sheriff, even the local sheriff in Maricopa County, totally compromised. He's fighting as well. So it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Crazy times. Crazy times. Uh, now we're moving on to, oh, also, one more thing on the audits. It Wasn't it Wisconsin 
That is next, one of the next in line for the audits. So we got Arizona almost finishing up. We've got Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin next in line. And then, you know, once those, if those three get the results that they should and we expect them to get, and then electors get decertified, I mean, that would be, what, four states, which is plenty to flip the election. So, I mean, seriously, guys, it's not long. Not long. This year, we could see some big stuff happen. If not, like, early, early next year. 2022 uh, might be the year that we start to see shit hit the fan and it all starts to go down. However it goes down, like, who knows? But we're kind of in uncharted territory, and we got to figure it out uh, as we go through it. But I have faith that it will get done because there's far too many people who are pissed off, who are starting to do something about it, and the elites just can't, can't hide anymore. So onward from this, let's talk about January 6th, this bullshit commission going on today. Uh, of course, Nancy Pelosi blocked Republicans like Jim Jordan and and more honest Republicans from being on the committee, but no, she totally allowed the shill show rhino Adam Kinzinger to be on the panel. He was like the star Republican on the panel, the one that made it bipartisan, yay. And Adam Kinzinger today cried. Not just cried, he went from laughing to crying in T-minus five seconds. It was incredible. He must have had an earpiece in, and they were telling him, laugh. Now cry. Or there was those like light up signs in front of him telling him what to do like there are on late night TV show sets. Applause. Laugh. Cry. <laughs> and it was the worst act job ever. Seriously. These deep, the deep state needs to give their stooges better acting lessons. Adam Kinzinger is proof right there. Remember, he, he voted to impeach Trump. He voted for um, to survive the election. He's just a total shill show. But, uh, he cried. Some of the Capitol Police officers who were giving their testimony cried. They were all crying. Talk about drama fest. And yet, today, there was some newly released footage that came out from inside the Capitol. And uh, it showed all the horror and violence of people just standing there, like, checking their phones, talking on the phone. Security guards, they didn't look like there was any problem. Like, they were just letting them walk around. Yes, it was so violent. Yet today, the Capitol Police douchebags were up on saying, oh my God, I was so, I was no scared for my life. Ah. <laughs> rehearsed, clearly rehearsed. I wouldn't doubt if some of those Capitol Police officers were either paid, given raises, or said, hey, we'll give you a promotion if you go up there, recite these lines, cry a little bit, act like a bitch. And there you go. So what a mess these hearings were. What an absolute mess. I didn't watch any of it. I don't even want to talk about it anymore because what a waste of time. Three more stories, one more political, then we'll get to UFOs. This I just want to touch on real quick. Apparently we're hearing the Durham's report is probably, probably going to be made public, but this was a newly released letter from the Deputy Assistant Attorney General Joe Gaeta suggesting that the report from Special Counsel Durham uh, will likely become public once his probe is complete. So, yes, of course, I know everybody is already out there saying, oh, we've been waiting for so long. John Durham doesn't exist. It's never coming, blah, blah, blah. I might have an unpopular opinion here, but I still think it's coming. And I think it just has to come down to time. 
has to come down to timing. So uh, we'll see, though. We'll see when it happens, if it happens, how it happens. And now let's get into some of the UFO stories. First up, news all around the news wires. Like, it's not even from one media platform or organization. You get the one news wire that gets shared around everywhere, and they all write their rendition of it. But this is the news that came out yesterday. Harvard-led team to search Cosmos for extraterrestrial space tech and UFOs. This is a team being led by Avi Loeb. You might be familiar with that name or his face. Avi Loeb is the guy who uh, is a Harvard professor, but he's been rolled around mainstream media. I think he even got invited to some like UFO conferences, like the, the Contact in the Desert, or as I call it, Censorship in the Desert, because that conference censored me out of it a couple of years ago. And now they're like totally bringing in Vice reporters and, and Avi Loeb, Harvard guy, and it's like, they're just setting up, it's just gatekeeper fest now, but, um, gatekeeper fest, like, that's just the way to describe this, Harvard using artificial intelligence to search for shit that's, like, right in front of their face anyway, information about this sort of space tech that's not really only extraterrestrials, it's also man-made, right, it's all right there in front of our faces, yet, you know, Harvard guy, I can just, speculate here and venture to guess that Harvard guy is he's probably being paid or promised something spectacular for him to come out with these narratives so uh Harvard Harvard I Harvard gotta trust everything that comes from Harvard because they're they're such geniuses oh Harvard (laughs) and the other one is this CNN piece that came out yesterday and again speaking of gatekeepers well first of all the narrative The narrative is that UFOs are a national security threat looming over Washington. Oh, oh, big surprise. They're going with that angle. And then secondly is that they're using the classic gatekeepers. Chris Mellon, Christopher Mellon. You know, this guy, he is a part of the Mellon banking family, a very wealthy banking family. So his family is like connected in it, in the deep state, basically. So this guy, you can only imagine... Uh, what he was tasked to do, probably just a puppet. Uh, and he's connected to some Rockefellers as well. He used to be a staffer for a J. Rockefeller. So uh, if you're familiar with the study of UFOlogy, you could look into the Rockefeller Initiative and how Lawrence Rockefeller tried to uh, kind of come out with some disclosure in the 90s. And there's some real interesting names, some you'll be familiar with on that Rockefeller initiative, go look it up. But it's just funny that this guy was a staffer for another Rockefeller, so coincidence. And then we also had, who else? Oh, Lou Elizondo, him and his goatee. Yeah, he's just coming out with all the all the vanilla narratives, all the, uh, the bubblegum disclosure, I guess we could call it, bubblegum disclosure narratives, that dude. And uh, he's been whoring himself out all across the media like Chris Mellon. Chris Mellon and here Lou Elizondo uh, and Chris Mellon, both of these guys were on Tom DeLonge's To The Stars Academy group. Remember that group? It's defunct now, but both of these guys were on Tom DeLonge's group. Tom DeLonge emailing with John Podesta. We found that out in WikiLeaks emails. It's one big, It's one big group, one big gatekeeper group that they're just rolling out to the public. And then lastly, we have, uh, where is he? Where is he? There's one more. Oh yeah. Jeremy Snorbell. 
or excuse me, Corbell. His name's Jeremy Corbell, but I call him Snorbell because he promotes all the same vanilla bubblegum bullshit too. And the fact that these guys would go on to CNN, ugh, she'll show. She'll show, man. So I think the UFO community has become a pile of garbage, and it's basically like a group of groups that are all brainwashed about something. <laughs> and it's like, when it comes to researching UFOs, I find that most people gravitate to, to either end of the spectrum. Either they're totally brainwashed by the government and they believe everything that's on the fake news and they go, oh, yes, CNN. Yes, New York Times. Yes, Chris Mellon and Lou Elizondo. I totally believe everything we're being told about UFOs. And oh, oh but, but the pandemic's bad and there was no election fraud and orange men bad. Q is extremists and all that stuff. So that's one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum is the people that just believe freaking anything. You could get somebody calling themselves a secret space program whistleblower person that's been through a bunch of secret space tours on the internet. Random person, right? And you'll get the folks who just eat it up. They'll just believe it, right? Totally gullible, naively believing all sorts of UFOs. Just anything having to do with UFOs, they'll believe it. Oh, ET contactees and channelers and Galactic Federation of Light and oh, it's... Right, so I I try I'm I try not to be either of those. I like to find where the logic facts and still stay open minded, but not too closed minded. So stay right in the middle of that, and you'll be good. Don't just apply that to researching UFOs. Apply that concept to everything, and uh, I think it will help. So anyway, guys, that's all for this one. I appreciate you watching. I will be live tomorrow, Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific. I'll drop the links on Telegram to where that is and, and announce it as well to remind you. And then also the Telegram chats are going to be a thing. You can support me with everything down below, my supplement brand, Subscribestar, my .TV website, and I will see you guys in the next video. Take care, everybody.